I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about Memorial Day. So grab your red poppy. And let's get civical. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And I'm back in my echo chamber. For those of you who are just joining, um, I recently moved into a new apartment and the room that is our the place where I record currently has no furniture other than a desk. And so I have just me, myself, and the Echo to comfort me through this whole recording process. (laughs) And Arden, you're about to have a similar setup. So I am about to have a similar setup. I'm hoping that I 
that it is that kind of setup does not last long because if we both are living in echo chambers, that's double the work for you. I think I'll end my life. I think we'll have to take a hiatus (laughs) until we get furniture in our rooms. In our rooms. In our respective (laughs) office recording studios. Oh man, but I love it. It's part of the, it's part of the thrill. It's part of the joy of recording remotely. So bear with us. You guys are going to be a part of every step of my furniture buying process, mostly because you will hear the difference. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, oh my God, it sounds like Lizzie finally got a bed in that room. Good sounds like I'm hearing I'm hearing new duvet cover. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing new pillows. I'm hearing I'm curtains. I'm hearing a desk. Yep. I'm yep. hearing a nightstand. Yeah, I have big plans for this room that will be put in motion literally probably this week because once I listen to this audio, I'm gonna wanna die. Um, and I just think it's gonna really kick me into gear. I'd <laughs> be like, this is it. This is the last I'm like, one. We're getting I'm done. The rug. <laughs> Get out the credit card. We're buying all the furniture. Cha-ching, cha-ching. But, yep. you know, this actually, normally these tangents have nothing to do with our with our episode topic, but I actually think this tangent does because famously, Memorial Day weekend, which we're talking about Memorial Day today, is an amazing weekend for sales, for like furniture. It is, it is. So that's called a through line of thought. <laughs> that's a through line that we didn't expect to pick up. And honestly, that's a, a good reminder. I should check out the Memorial Day sales because I'm sure yeah. there's stuff that I'll need that is a great tip. But yeah, like Lizzie said, we're talking about Memorial Day, which this year is on May 31st. And isn't it on May 31st every year or no? No. Oh, it's not. It's just the last or the first. It's the, the last, last Monday. Monday of May. Of May. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're talking about Memorial Day and what it means, where it comes from. How it has nothing to do with furniture sales. It has nothing to do with furniture. Yeah. (laughs) It has nothing to do with furniture sales. It's actually a day that's about mourning and, you know, grieving fallen soldiers and buying furniture. That's what we Yeah. Or TVs. TVs is another big one. It's true. It's true. So yeah. So that's what we're talking about today in honor of Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day, everybody, because this is going to come out a couple days before Memorial Day. But yeah, before we jump in, do you want to talk about this week's Sarsha Ronan Sources? This week's Sarsha Ronan Sources. I think I did it. This week's mm-hmm. Sarsha Ronan Sources. Okay, great. I'm getting better at that. You are. You're thriving. I'm thriving. Thriving, thriving. This is coming from history.com. Duh. The Old Farmer's Almanac. Okay. Go ah, off. New source. Yep. yep. And also, new source, Geico. Yes, you read as that in, right. Geico, as in the insurance company. Because I was, like, trying to find some fun facts about Memorial Day. But, like, I didn't, like, I feel like a lot of them were already covered in, like, most of the material. And then they, Geico, the insurance company, actually had a great like listicle of like 10 ways to honor like fallen soldiers on Memorial day. Aww. And I was like, Oh, we're going to end okay, with that. Off. We're going to end with that. Thank you. Geico. Yes, so this is from, Geico. So, a little listicle from Geico. Obsessed. Obsessed. I know. I was not expecting to find <laughs> this like, research material from the most yeah. unlikely of places. We do not put our nose up at any source Mm-mm. If you've got a source, send it our way. It doesn't matter who you are. 
doesn't matter what you are, we will use you as a source. Except probably Wikipedia, because... Yes. It's never... I mean, Wikipedia's fun, but... Wikipedia is fun. I just, uh, you never, uh, yeah. You never Because know. everybody can edit it. You never know what's true and what's know. not. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kick it off with talking about very plainly what Memorial Day is for those of you who, I mean, we all know it because we all usually have off work, have off school if school's still going on. But I feel like it, you're, like we were talking about, it's one of those holidays where the actual purpose kind of gets lost sometimes, yeah. mostly in sort of commercial uh, sales. Yeah. So let's talk about what it actually is. So these are coming from History.com and the Old Farmer's Almanac. Memorial Day is an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May, honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. Memorial Day 2021 will be on, you guessed it, Monday, May 31st. So this coming Monday. Originally known as Decoration Day, it originated in the years following the Civil War and became an official federal holiday in 1971. I kind of love Decoration Day. I know. Decoration Day, I kind of want, I love that. I mean, I think Memorial Day is also a great title. But decorate. Yep. I feel like, can we repurpose Decoration Day? Well, yeah, because I feel like what Decoration Day used to be, like, it, it didn't translate. Like, we don't remember, like, the right. purpose of Memorial Day has kind of gotten lost. And so then we don't really, like, the idea of, like, going to the grave of a fallen soldier or, like, remembering fallen soldiers in that way, I feel like has gotten lost in translation. And because, like, that's what Decoration Day was. Like, they... Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I I would love just a little a little bit more of a nod, like have some potato salad, and then you know just like a little you know, thank you to those who fought and died. Exactly, exactly. Many Americans observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries or memorials, holding family gatherings, and participating in parades. Which honestly, like minus the cemetery part, this is kind of how all of our U.S.-based holidays are. Oh, yes. It's like the standard. It's like, all right, family's coming over. We're making the same types of food. And there's usually a parade of some sort. Of some in, sort, yes. In the, in the major cities. We are a food and parade type people. We really are. We really are. Unofficially, it marks the beginning of the summer season, which I think is hysterical because currently I'm sweating so bad because yep. it's hot. It's so and hot. And I don't have AC in this uh, furnitureless room either. <laughs> so I'm hot to trot right now, sweating down my spine. Yeah. But I guess technically, yes, we are still in spring, LOL. It is 90 degrees in New York right now. Yeah. And it's, I, it, I mean, it's funny that like our summer season. The, like, the summer party vacation season is bookended by two federal holidays, Memorial Day and Labor Day, yeah. which is just like, it's just so, I don't know. I just think it's so funny. Like, we could start summer earlier. It could start May 1. It could. It very well could start May 1. It very well could start May 1. Memorial Day commemorates the men and women who died while in the military service of their country, particularly those who died in battle or as a result of wounds sustained in battle. In other words, the purpose of Memorial Day is to 
memorialize the veterans who made the ultimate sacrifice for their country. We spend time remembering those who lost their lives and could not come home, reflecting on their service and why we have the luxury and freedom that we enjoy every day. So this is now coming from the Old Farmer's Almanac, which I'm like, go off yeah. writing. Yep. Very nicely put. Oh my goodness. We might consider how we can support and safeguard their grieving families and loved ones who are left behind. That's yeah. true. I feel like that's not brought to the... I mean... Fallen soldiers, yes, but then taking it a step further and saying, like, how can then you support the, you know, immediate families of people who have died in service? Yeah. Sort of that sort of thing. However, this is a little bit because I feel like people don't understand often the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Mm hmm. So this, this is was, the difference. Yeah. Veterans Day is the day set aside to thank and honor all who served in wartime or in peacetime, regardless of whether they died or survived. Veterans Day is always observed officially on November 11th, regardless of the day of the week that it falls. So Memorial Day is specifically talking about those who lost their lives in battle. Veterans Day is like anybody who enlisted, served, mm -hmm. regardless of if you actually were called into battle, that's the honor day, which I think it's, I think it makes sense to have kind of two separate ones because I think it does. Yeah. I think if you lost your life in battle, you should have your own day. You should get your own day. Yeah. Absolutely. You should absolutely yeah. get your own day. Yeah. Cause it is different. It is different than yes. Those who did not, I would say that's yes, my hot both, take. Both very important, but it does feel like if you died, fighting for the country, then you get mm. your own day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what it is. Yeah. So that's, those are the basics of what it is. So we're going to talk about a little bit of early history, which was really interesting. It starts basically where a lot of these kinds of <laughs> traditions start, which is after the Civil War. It was very Empire. traumatic. It was very traumatic for U.S. Dot. We ripped ourselves apart and then we looked yeah. in the mirror and thought, okay, how can we rebuild? How can we rebuild? <laughs> what can we put in place that's new and improved? They really did a rebranding, mm -hmm. I would say, yeah. in some yeah. ways and not in other ways. I love it. <laughs> Post-Civil War is my, is my time. Yep. So the Civil War, which ended in the spring of 1865, claimed more lives than any conflict in U.S. history and required the establishment of the country's first national cemeteries. Mm, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of dead bodies. Mm -hmm. This is all coming from history.com. By the late 1860s, Americans in various towns and cities had begun holding springtime tributes to these countless fallen soldiers, decorating their graves with flowers and reciting prayers, which is where we get the name Decoration Day because they were decorating their graves. Got it. I thought it meant like their medals. Oh, you know? no, but that is a fair assumption. That is a fair Thank assumption. You. No, My this is assumptions like, are not always fair, but this one I think was This fair. one was very fair. This, this one was very fair. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Absolutely. is a Lizzie Stewart win for sure there's not many so i'm happy to take the w's where i can just take them take them and run 
It is unclear where exactly this tradition originated. Numerous different communities may have independently initiated the memorial gatherings. And some records show that one of the earliest Memorial Day commemorations was organized by a group of formerly enslaved people in Charleston, South Carolina, less than one month after the Confederacy surrendered in 1865. So they're happening like kind of independent of each other simultaneously all over the place. You know, people who were, you know, enslaved, former enslaved people from the Confederacy or people in the North were like, this was horrible. We need to commemorate somehow. You know, it's like after it was like that, like what I imagine, like something akin to the feeling after 9-11 where the nation was like, how do we... Like collectively mourn and rebuild and like, what does that look like? What does it mean? How do we honor the people who died? You know, so kind of around the country. Even more extremely too, because you have to think about it. We don't have like a frame of reference for this. Even 9-11, we don't have a frame of reference for this because in this, it was like everybody either somebody in their family died or they're or like they just it was one degree of separation of somebody yeah. who died in the civil war it was Finally. so many yeah it was a perfect like you were it was so you were so impacted in your daily life by it in a yeah. way that i don't i don't i mean i guess maybe world war Two is the closest thing from that but yeah, yeah it's like everybody knew somebody yeah. Who died. Who died. Who, yeah, who fought and died. And, and yeah, and, like, these were not, like, 9-11 was tragic because they were c- civilians. Mm-hmm. And these are, like, you know, enlisted soldiers who, you know, went and, and fought and just, you know, another difference. But, yeah, so there are kind of, you know, celebrations and memorials kind of popping up around the country in various ways. One of the... Uh, like I guess major ones or notable ones was in Waterloo, New York, uh, which first celebrated the day on May 5th, 1866. And it was chosen to be the like the first like official Memorial Day place because uh, it was it hosted an annual community wide event during which businesses closed and residents decorated the graves of fallen soldiers with flowers and flags. So they're like, this is where, like, we're getting the first, like, everything's shutting down. It's mm-hmm. not just about, like, families and friends and people in the yeah. community, like, going on their own time to go decorate these graves. The businesses were like, nope, this is important. We're Closing shutting it down. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't do that now. <laughs> no. Now they're like, do you need half off a sofa? Come to no, us. Ever yeah. want a Samsung TV for $19.99? Come on down. Come on down. Yeah. So then on May 5th, 1868, General John A. Logan, who was the leader of an organization for Northern Civil War veterans, called for a a nationwide day of remembrance that he wanted to be held later that same month. So in May, which is probably just how it became a May thing. I think he was probably Mm -hmm. like, why wait? Let's just just do it. You know, like if he's asking for it on May 5th, he's like, let's just do it. Like we can do it. We can do it. Give everybody a few weeks, like order the flowers. Get it all together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in his asking for this National Day of Remembrance, General John A. Logan said, quote, The 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion, a.k.a. the Civil War, and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet, churchyard in the land, he proclaimed. Close quote. Couldn't put it better myself, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, uh, this is everywhere. There's not a church. There's not a graveyard. There's not a village untouched by this. Like, we need a national day to commemorate the healing process. Mm -hmm. The date of Decoration Day, as he called it, was chosen because it wasn't the anniversary of any particular battle. Like, he didn't want anybody Mm -hmm. to be singled out. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. He's like, it's a holiday. It's a day of remembrance for everybody. Doesn't matter what battle you fought in. At the end of the day, it's like if you died in battle. Like, there's no... I mean, yes, there's obviously profound battles like Gettysburg, which was just a massacre, basically, on both sides. But at the end of the day, like, to rank battles on like levels of I guess significance is really not you get into a dicey place when you do that because people died in all of them yep so I think it is it is best that this is not on a battle day I think so yeah unless it's the one where I guess kind of like D-Day where this is the one that started was a big victory like, yeah. unless we're celebrating a victory, but if we're celebrating a morning, not celebrating, if we're doing a more, if we're mourning, yeah. I think, yeah, not to do it on a, on a particular battle day makes a sense particular battle day. Yeah. No, it makes sense. On the very first decoration day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery and 5,000 participants decorated the graves of the 20,000 Civil War soldiers that were buried there. Dang. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Many northern states held similar commemorative events and reprised the tradition in subsequent years. By 1890, each one had made Decoration Day an official state holiday. That's in the north. The -hmm. southern states, on the (laughs) other hand, not to be like, those bitches, but those Mm -hmm. bitches. What were the the southern southern states up to? (laughs) (laughs) Tricky little buggers. The southern states, on the other hand, continued to honor the dead on separate days until after World War I. So they were like, we don't recognize. <laughs> like, I'm just like, just, just, come on. Just, come on. Like, We're, we got here because of you. The least you can do is just jump on board with the day. Right. Uh, with commemorating the dead. With honoring the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 1966, the federal government declared Waterloo, New York, which we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. the official birthplace of Memorial Day. Which, like, there, you know, there, it's not clear what was the first one. It does seem that maybe there was the one that we talked about in South mm, Carolina, South Carolina. Held by, yep. yeah, the formerly enslaved people in Charleston. Like, maybe that came first. So we could revisit that. We could reopen that. Yes. Let's definitely not discussion actual so, history for yeah. sure. If that's what we are doing, which would be just like us to do. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. 
It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about modern Memorial Day, because as we all know, it is very different. I would say I've never gone and decorated the grave of soldiers. Um, although that's, I know that that's like kind of still, you'll see the flat, like people will put little flags on, on graves. Like that is a thing, but it went, that went from being the community event to a much different thing. Um, and then of course, then there's the sales, which (laughs) is just even a whole separate thing, but modern Memorial day. So during World War I, the United States found itself embroiled in another major conflict, and the holiday evolved to commemorate American military personnel who died in all wars, including World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. So we obviously, this came out of the Civil War, and we were focusing on the Civil War, and then... The 1900s happened and we got into, what, one, two, three, four, five major conflicts. And then, of course, the Iraq and Afghanistan in the 2000s. So they were like, let's, let's, no longer civil war. Let's open the scope. Let's open Uh, the scope. Other soldiers are serving now. Other soldiers are dying. Yep. For decades, Memorial Day continued to be observed on May 30th, the date General Logan had selected for the first decoration day. But in 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May in order to create a three-day weekend for federal employees. But yeah. Which is what we know and have now. That change went into effect in 1971, and the same law also declared Memorial Day a federal holiday. So we didn't get that until the 70s, which is crazy because... That's like way past World War One, World War Two. Yeah, I guess we're in Vietnam at that point. Yeah, but yeah. Still, it's like you think after World War Two, we'd be like, all right, let's let's get some legislation <laughs> oh, going about this. Let's <laughs> change this up a little bit. Let's yeah, it's give been some thirty people... years, guys. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I like when my. When I was a kid, my and we would go into like sometimes we would go like my mom and I would go grocery shopping. There would be 
an older gentleman, clearly a veteran, outside, like, ringing a bell and, like, wearing, like, the little red, like, poppy things, like, Mm -hmm. on their shirts. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever seen that. I've seen it, but only in context of the UK. Poppies Mm. are very, like, that's a, it's a huge symbol for their, I believe, Remembrance or Memorial Day, whatever um, they call it. Sorry to our UK listeners. I don't know what the actual holiday is called. Maybe it's Remembrance Day. But they have, the poppy is a, um, I see it there. And then they have these big poppy fields that they plant Mm. to honor. It's the same thing. We're honoring fallen military soldiers. And. Oh, interesting. They, yeah, it's huge. It's, that's like the, the symbol over there for that. So that's where I've seen the poppy in context. But growing up in the South, the poppy wasn't a big. I like, it wasn't a huge thing. And now even thinking about it, I'm like, was it a poppy? Like, it was just like a, like. A red, a, a red, red flower. flower. Does it have a yellow middle? I think so. I just yeah. remember, like, they used to, they would wear them on the lapels. And I just mm-hmm. remember it being a red flower. And that's how you knew that, like, because they would, like, ask for money for, like, whatever, like, veteran charity or, like, mm-hmm. you know, some kind mm-hmm. of memorial fund or whatever. And my mom, like, whenever we would walk into some place and we would see some, like, a, a guy who was asking for money wearing one of those flowers, she would, like... She would always give, like, me the money to go give to the guy. Mm-hmm. She would always be like, you always give money to the veterans. Like, it was something mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. she just, like, ever since, like, day one. And I didn't realize that, like, there was a whole history of yeah. the poppies and, like, there's yeah. a whole story behind them. So it's also interesting to know that, like, it's not – that that's not just an American thing, that that's, like, mm-hmm. a wider a – wider... Well, you'll – because, you know, I think the poppies came out of – either one of the world wars yeah so it makes sense that it has become a symbol of remembrance and memorial days for many countries because yeah. again like who was you know also severely impacted by the world wars you could say the you could UK. say <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit you just could a tiny little bit. so yeah. um but i think it is interesting that we both have this symbol that both of our countries use. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do. I know that it's a big part of their, like, it, where, like, I feel like how f- the flags and, like, planting the little flags is a huge part of, like, Fourth of July and Memorial Day for us. The poppy is huge for um, the UK and their remembrance. Mm. Oh, interesting. Days. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about the poppies, just a little bit, because I. Love it. Because I why? Thought that I was love like, it. Why not? Like it's it's pretty, and I like that. I didn't know anything really about this symbolism, and I think it's really, uh, I like it. So why is the poppy a symbol of Memorial Day? And this is all coming from the Old Farmer's Almanac. So, like Lizzie said, in the war-torn battlefields of Europe, the common red field poppy was one of the first plants to reappear. Oh, that's so oh, sweet. That, I know. I know. So it's giving nice. me feelings. I have oh. feelings. Imagine, like, you just see just destruction everywhere. And then slowly but surely, these little red poppies start popping up. Come I know. on. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Oh. Their seeds scattered in the wind and sat dormant in the ground, only germinating when the ground was disturbed, as it was by the very brutal fighting of World War One. Wow. Yeah. John McRae, a Canadian soldier and physician, witnessed the war firsthand and was inspired to write the now famous poem in Flanders Fields in 1915. 
he saw the poppies scattered throughout the battlefield surrounding his artillery position in Belgium. Wow. So crazy. In November 1918, days before the official end of World War I, an American professor named Moina Michael wrote her own poem titled We Shall Keep the Faith, which was inspired by McRae's In Flanders Fields. In her poem, she mentioned wearing the poppy red to honor the dead, and with that, the tradition of adorning one's clothing with a single red poppy in remembrance of those killed in the Great War was born. Moina herself came to be known and honored as the Poppy Lady. I love that. I mean, yeah, yeah. she's really yeah. started a, a whole thing. A whole thing. Well, and it makes sense because, like, in my memory as a kid, like, these guys were, like, my grandpa's age, mm-hmm. and... May I? It would be a stretch for them to have served in World War One. Maybe, maybe that's true, but also I think it just became like, I think a it just World became War, yeah, thing, yeah. Because and again, then, like it started from World War One and then World War Two. It's like how the Memorial Day it started because of the Civil War, and then we yeah. had b- bigger and and more intense wars happen, and so it just started to take on the symbolism of like all fallen soldiers of all wars yeah we wear the poppy for yeah like i love this idea of the poppy becoming a way to like remember and honor or even just like notice that like somebody else it's like it's like a a noticeable thing about something Mm -hmm. that somebody's wearing you know like yeah you know what that means as a kid i knew what it meant we love symbols love symbolism so good and it was just a way to like you know kind of unite people and unite a country and it seems like it's even more of a unifying factor in the uk yeah um in a way to honor their yeah in a way to honor their fallen soldiers which i think is great me too me too and speaking of ways to honor this is i believe this is the section that was coming from geico this is from geico and i'm not gonna be shy about saying that still obsessed with we use all sources So these are 10 ways to honor a fallen soldier over Memorial Day weekend. So you can listen and see if you would like to participate in any of these that we throw out at you. So number one, you can volunteer to lay flowers or plant flags at your local veteran cemetery. So if you have one nearby, I would give them a a call or an email and see if they need help in doing that because a lot of cemeteries, they do this every year. Number two, sponsor a thank you bouquet. So if you're unable to volunteer your time to decorate graves, consider sponsoring a bouquet of flowers through the Memorial Day Foundation, which lays the bouquets at a war memorial of your choice. You can also include a thank you message or dedication with your donation, which is delivered with the bouquet. I think that's amazing. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. I think that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Memorial Day Foundation... Look them up and see about if you want to sponsor a bouquet. Number three, you can provide financial support for families of the fallen. The USO and the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors, or TAPS, provide financial and emotional support to bereaved spouses and children of troops who have died serving their country. So please look up USO or TAPS. Number four, you can watch the National Memorial Day Concert. Yeah. Yes. We, I mean, you know, we love a concert. Yep. This star studded and award winning television event is one of the highest rated programs on, oh my God, PBS. Hello. Yes. And for good reason. Tune in to your local PBS station on Sunday, May 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern to see incredible tributes from various artists. 
Yes. And I, hold on, I pulled them up because I was like, oh my God, this really is. Ooh, lay them out for me. Who's going to be? Yeah. So Joe Montagna. Okay, go off. Gary Sinise. Mm. General Colin Powell. Gladys Knight. Alan Jackson. Sarah Bareilles. Joe Morton. Steve Buscemi. Mary McCormick. Four Tops, Brian Darcy James, like the National Symphony Orchestra, mm-hmm. the U.S. Army Herald Trumpets, like all mm. of the bands from the various military. Who are excellent. Who are excellent, excellent, excellent. But yeah, like there's, it's a great, it's a great event. Ensemble. And I had yeah. no idea it even existed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But that's Sunday the 30th. It's always the, it's always the. Um, Sunday before. It's always the Sunday before. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yep. The next thing you can do is you can fly an American flag at half staff following traditional morning etiquette. On Memorial Day, you fly the flag at half staff until noon and raise it again to the peak after noon, 12 p.m. Yeah. Number six, you can visit a military memorial museum or monument. There are many military memorials, museums, and monuments throughout the United States. You can take a day trip to one near you to learn about our military history or to pay your respects. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. You can watch the National Memorial Day Parade on Memorial Day at 2 p.m., which was launched in 2005. And I just feel like that's such a late launch for this parade. I bet there was like so many other little parades happening. And then they, we just had the thought of, what if we just have a national one? Like, we need what if a we national just parade? Get also, organized. it's at- Yes. Also, it's after 2000. It's after 9-11. So I feel like maybe part of it was like. Yeah. I mean, we did a lot of memorial stuff just in the few years directly after 9-11. So that's not surprising at all. Yeah. So the National Memorial Day Parade was launched in 2005 by the American Veterans Center and the World War II Veterans Committee in Washington, D.C. The National Memorial Day Parade has been televised since 2008 and is broadcast live to troops stationed around the world. So again, that's at 2 p.m. on Memorial Day. Tune in. You can attend a parade near you. So I would check like your local newspapers, your local TV stations, local Mm -hmm. governments, news agencies, whatever, to find a Memorial Day parade or ceremony in your area. And like, they're usually super fun. Like, yeah. You know, they're not like these huge parades. It's, you know, they're like through the local town mm-hmm. with like the local government. You know, it's like, it, they're sweet. And if it's a nice day, like it's a nice way to be outside, you know, yeah. before you go and like have your burgers and hot dogs and potato salad and all of that. <laughs> the staples. The staples. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you can observe the national moment of remembrance at 3 p.m. with a moment of silence. The National Mo- Moment of Remembrance was officially recognized in, two- in the year 2000 by both a congressional resolution and a presidential proclamation, and it designates 3 p.m. local time on every Memorial Day as an opportunity to pause in an act of national unity for one moment of silence. Many radio stations observe this moment by playing taps, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize was a thing either. Like Taps? No, like the 3 p.m. moment of oh, silence. Oh, oh, Yeah. No, yep. I had no idea. Like, I feel like at that point, like, uh, I'm... Well, I can because I feel like Memorial Day has gotten... I mean, like, a lot of American holidays that are remembrance-oriented. It just... you It gets so swept up in the commercial yeah. aspect of it that, yeah, like, you 
forget that all of these things are happening and that it's actually a very somber event and yep. not, you know, a chance for Wayfair to give 80% off, <laughs> like, you know, not to name names. Yeah. So it's not surprising. I mean, I, cause I'm the same. I'm like, Oh my God, I had no idea these things existed or that you could do these things because I think we just get distracted by all of the things that this day is not about that right. have kind of taken over the purpose of this day or everybody's right. just like, Oh, we got a three day weekend. Let's go to the beach and like, whatever. And it's, you know, for people who are actually impacted by, you know, the death of a soldier, I think it's a different, it's a different experience. Yep. Yeah, totally. But this year I think I, I will like maybe I'll even set an alarm to like for that moment just yeah. to like 3 PM. Cause like just you can take, take a moment, you can take you a can minute take a and just, Put down your food just and pause just be for like, a just pause, even like look at the trees, you yeah. know, like just take your moment of silence how you want and like just live in it and like just say thanks. Absolutely. Number 10 uh, is you can post a tribute to a fallen soldier on social media. Like I would do this if I had like relatives who maybe, yeah. you know, I like would I say don't... <laughs> if you're going to do any of these 10. Do some, if you're going to do this one, do something else as well. Yes. Yes. You know, like let's, I really, I really get social media and, and tributes and, and activism. I really think it's a slippery slope Yeah. because posting something on social media is not activism. No, um, it's not. If, I mean, if your followers are all of the same mindset of you, you there yeah. has to be something in addition, I think. Yes. I, this one, I, I, I completely feel the same. I often don't post things like that on social media because I just feel like it, it, feels, it feels shallow to me. to me. It feels performative. That's the word. That's the word. If it's it feels not backed up by something of substance yes. and yeah, social media is not substance. No, a hundred percent agree. So, um, but this one I liked from the perspective of like, if I had a family member who died in a yes. war or, you know, like a friend's family member or something like, yes. like somebody who I knew was close to. I think you if know, you're paying direct tribute to a tribute to person. Yes. That and is that's different what, than being like, here's a picture of a flag. Thank you for your service. Honoring oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that it's shit. Like, no, but no, like no, no. an actual. <laughs> yeah. And that's what like that's what they're advocating for is like, you know not to defend Geico, but what they're advocating for is like <laughs> is for you to like post a picture of somebody and talk about their service and what it has meant to you or what yes. their loss has meant and yes. honor their memory with various, you know, tribute words or, you know, right. just your own words. And that makes more sense to me than yes, posting like the American flag and being like, for all those who have given the ultimate service, because that's just so basic you know well yeah I'm i like, would if, rather like, like put, know the story donate put your money where yeah. you with it like yeah actually make an impact it's not helping yeah. anybody that you yep. it's just you making making yourself feel better to show oh my god i've done my duty and i've posted yep. and i'm a very good citizen because i posted some it's like you know no. look at social media for what it is and it's yep. not a i don't know a meaningful uh contribution if that is your only contribution Agreed. Is what I will say. That's my hot take on social media. Very good. I like it. But let's close out with just a little fun fact. Um, because, 
Yeah, I mean, why not? I love fun facts. So this is fun fact, fun fact, fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. According to AAA, nearly 43 million Americans are expected to hit the roads this Memorial Day weekend for their first vacation of the season. About That's going to be about 1.5 million more travelers than last year and the highest amount since 2005. So people are about to get freaking out and about this yeah, Memorial they're like, Day weekend. We are done. We're... We've been in the pandemic. We are ready to rock and roll Let's go. this Memorial beep, beep, room, Day. Room. Yep. If you're looking to get outdoors this weekend, AAA suggests that the worst time to travel is late afternoons on both Thursday and Friday between, they got really specific, oh, yeah, 4.45 they did. and 6 p.m. Commuters and vacationers will be getting a head start on the three-day holiday weekend. So either travel earlier than 4.45 if you can, or if you have work and you can't get off until later, wait till like 7, 7, 7.30, like drive in the dark a little bit because it'll pay off than you having to sit in traffic all day. Yep. You know? Yeah. And that is the fun, fun fact for Memorial Day. Because again, don't want to make it too fun because it's Memorial Day and we are in mourning. But it is, I mean, such a commuter, commuter weekend for sure. It is, yeah, for sure. But that is the end of the fun facts, and that's the end of the episode. Hey-o. I feel like I have such a, I don't know, I really, it's helping me change my perspective on Memorial Day and how I Good. want to approach it. Because I think it's I think it's really important to remember why we have it and who yeah. it's for. Yeah. And who it is not for. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, I think it's a good holiday for everybody to like, even if you don't have somebody in your family who is a fallen soldier or somebody who died in, in battle or as a result of their wounds in battle, like it's good, I think, for everybody to have that in perspective, you know, when they're mm-hmm. enjoying the things that they're enjoying over the weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. that's to say, like, you can't enjoy yourself this weekend, but it's just to say, like, just take the take the the 3 p.m., you know, moment yeah. of silence and just, keep like, as you're your holding mind. your food, just, like, be grateful that you're there yeah. and, like, keep it in the back of your mind and yeah. be grateful for, like, those that you're with and, you know, just, you know, try... I think it's about humility is the thing. Like, mm. I think days like this are really about, like, putting your own existence into perspective and mm-hmm. taking a step back and, like, really trying to, you know, remember, like, your place in the world and have, have a moment of humility yeah. um, and grace. And with that, I just want to say thank you so much to our sweet, sweet listeners. We love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us, you can review us, you can subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.